Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. With and me, I'm of Caitlin. course, it. <laughs> Hi, Caitlin. Came in hot. I didn't want a long, awkward pause like we've been doing, so I just went for it. Full speed. <laughs> and I'm Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. And I'm Caitlin. How are you doing this week, Caitlin? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm good. I have um, one question for you up top. Do it. Say it. What is it? Um, have you seen any of these commercials from like Pizza Hut and Domino's and like Papa um, John's and stuff lately? They're all I like think? good vibey, rah, rah. We're all in this together. That oh, whole I thing. I saw one, I think, for like Domino's where it's like, if you need a job, we have the job. <laughs> yes. So yeah. can I ask, there's been so much push for they're they're doing contactless pizza now at Domino's. Okay. They have a thing where they say that after it comes out of the oven, the only person who touches it after that is you. Who the fuck has been touching my pizza otherwise? <laughs> I mean Why is this a new okay. thing that they've just started? Hold on. Let me let me just break it down for you. Considering I worked in a pizzeria for quite a while. There is a little handle that goes under and it gets your pizza. Pizza but the Okay, you know the correct term. Good for you. <laughs> the paddle. And you scoop it up and kind of you have to guide it with your hand to okay. the box. Okay? Once in the box, you have to cut it, but a lot of times you have to hold the side of the box. And I have multiple times touched pizzas trying to keep it in the box and cut it real quick. So, for sure, I, I've laid my hands on some pizzas post-oven. Kaylin, I did not know that this happens. That's really disappointing. I mean, it's really just, you're, if you're fast-paced, if it's a good pizzeria, you're doing it really quick. I mean, it's really hard to avoid. I'm just glad that they're not touching them anymore. <laughs> now <laughs> They've ceased touching them. Does this pose the question, do they touch them again once this pandemic is over? I guess so. They'd go back to touching them. For sure. Taking the slices and just putting them in a new order after they you cut the pizza. You know what the pizza. pizza guy does, too? You know what the pizza guy does, too? He'll check on your pie, and then a lot of times he'll use his hand and he'll, he'll wing it. He'll, like, flip the pie around and put it back in the oven. Oh, I've seen them do that. Yeah. Yep. So they but I think the germs cook off. <clears throat> sure. In that instance. I think the heat is hot enough, for sure. The heat is hot enough. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to move on. Okay. Let's talk about our topic for today. So yes. a couple weeks ago, we did an episode, and we talked for too long, accidentally, about Kevin Smith. And sure did. we received a message from a listener and friend of the shop, Drew Beeb, and he mentioned that we no longer have to stand Kevin Smith ever since Chasing Amy was a nightmare movie, basically. And that got us thinking, well, what if we did a whole episode where we just talk about New Jersey things? Because right now, there's no news to talk about. There really no isn't. You there's know what? nothing. And we, and we keep just drudging the same old tent, which is short for content, mm -hmm. week after week. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> week after week. How are you? How you doing? There's a pandemic. Blah, blah, blah. The shop's closed. I think our listeners are getting quite bored. Yeah. Yeah. So let's spice it up. Let's talk about our home state, New Jersey. I like it. I like it. Home so we have a couple different lists that we're going to go through. We're going to talk about music, movies, TV state shows, bird and food. The cardinal. Oh, Kaylin, that's not our state bird. You have oh, to know I have no that. Idea. I don't. <laughs> Kaylin, our don't state bird is the eastern things. goldfinch. Oh, that's nice. Do you know what our state bug is? Uh, the mosquito. The honeybee, Kaylin. It's the honeybee. Oh. Is that a joke that it's a mosquito? I think that that's from Wet Hot American Summer. Oh. <laughs> One of the indoor kids says the state bird is the mosquito. And here we are. Now I'm thinking that's an actual fact in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got duped. <laughs> what is our state tree? Do we do they do straight state tree? Our state tree is... They do oh, trees, right? I very confidently almost said birch. Am I wrong in thinking that our <clears throat> motto is like Latin and it's e <laughs> birch? 
<laughs> I just typed in new Hershey by mistake instead of. Uh oh. Wow, I don't know why I led us here. We really clearly don't know a lot of facts about the the state of New okay. Jersey. <clears throat> this is gonna be so smooth, Caitlin, because I'm gonna edit this down for sure. It's the northern red oak. Our state tree is the northern red oak. Sure. State. What else did you want to know? You wanted to know the state dinosaur, right? Our state <laughs> dinosaur is the Hydrosaurus fulci. I don't know. You did what ask that, that right? Is. I didn't. What's our motto? State motto. Yeah. E pluribus anus. <gasps> Shut up! Is it really? No, that's no. the motto for the the college and community. <laughs> Did you hear what I asked before, though? I was like, is it E Pluribus Unum? No, it's not that either. Our state motto is liberty and prosperity. That's not a motto. That's that's two words paired together. Yeah, that's dumb. Who is it? Like, Massachusetts is like live and die, live free and die or something. It's live free or die. Or die. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. And I think that's Maine. (laughs) What can we just live free and it's die? New, it's New Hampshire. <laughs> live free or die. The most metal of all. You know uh, what it is? Models. I was I was so determined not to say live free or die hard that I just completely <laughs> <laughs> Live free or die trying. Anyway, we are not here to talk about Massachusetts. We're not here to talk about Maine. We're also not here to talk about New Hampshire. Let's talk about New Jersey. We're likely here to talk specifically about central New Jersey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would like to. We'll see how these lists go. I would like to at least say that I am part of southern New Jersey. And I'm not talking that whack southern New Jersey where people think it's like Vineland and shit. You know what we're talking about, Doug? Mainly? The Pine Barrens. Jersey Shore. Yeah. You and I both live in close proximity to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So let's get our time. list started with music, Kaylin. I we haven't disclosed our choices to each other, so there may be some overlapping. So when you start <clears throat> it off, Doug, what's your? Uh... Oh, and also, listeners, these are in no particular order for me, and I think Doug, you didn't order them either. No, no, my lists aren't really in order, and they're it's such a, a an open for interpretation. But my first pick for music is going to be My Chemical Romance. Okay. Do you want to venture into why? I don't know. Um, (laughs) They're rad to a degree. I feel like I've, like, um, fallen more into being a fan of theirs, like, more recently. I really enjoy Gerard Way's comics and uh, a lot of their later music, actually. Okay, like post-Black Parade or... Yeah, yeah, like um, the Danger Days album, and then even these uh, EPs that they put out a couple years ago. I think I dig a little bit harder than their, like, more emo or screamo or pop-punk vibes that they were serving earlier. Pop-punk, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Well, you know, most musicians, as they age, they mature and so does their music you don't want to listen to the same old bullshit over and over at least not me no spice it up you want to slow it down you want to do an acoustic album do it let's see something different (laughs) i totally i kind of totally knew that you were gonna say like a romance yeah i mean like i'm super bummed that i didn't buy those tickets to their concert reunion this summer but i guess most people aren't going to that anyway now yeah, it's got to be canceled or something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my first band on the list uh, is Saves the Day. Now, see, I got them in my number two slot. Oh! So I do have them. Do you want to go to bat for Saves the Day? Why did they make your list, Caitlin? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, first and foremost, it's... I think bands, especially like Saves the Day, stuff that we grew up on, it's all tied and intermingles with, like, memories, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I love this band for how much I listened to it, how many shows I went to, especially with Patty, who is my best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, anytime I turn them on, it's nostalgia. It's like, this is home. And 
the way Chris Connolly sings and makes me feel like, you know, he's very much New Jersey for sure, you know? Oh, yeah, I don't feel like I made that obvious that My Chemical Romance is a band that's literally from New Jersey as well as Saves the Day. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they grew up around the same areas as us, so it's like, it's it feels familiar and it feels like... Are you playing Saves the Day in the background? Yes. All right, nice. There's a bed of music behind us. A bed? There's some real production quality into this episode, Cameron. All right. Well, I'm down. What's your uh, number three, then, I guess? We'll skip My to number three. three. I have Steel Train. Mm. You knew I was going to have to put them on here somewhere. Hell yeah. Steel Train is um, a now defunct band that I don't know if many people have heard of from New Jersey, but uh, I'm sure you've at least heard of Jack Antonoff, their lead singer. He's like a huge producer and everything now he wrote like i feel so like many it's un- swift songs and shit i was just gonna say i feel like it's unfortunate that his biggest claim to fame right now is that he produced taylor swift's music yeah which is a shame yeah. because he's a great musician in his own right well what's his second like factoid do you think right now it's that he dated lena dunham for a long time too yeah, but like, <laughs> like he was in steel train fun and now he's yeah in features, fun shit like He's been in a bunch of really great bands. Yeah. And Steel Train, I mean, I didn't put them on my list because I, I knew you were going to put them on yours. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like you have the more, the bigger connection to them than I do. Yeah. They're a band that I started following after my now wife almost ran them over in a parking lot at a venue. <laughs> they were playing Ultimate Frisbee, and we were pulling up to this weird venue, and I think like... Hackensack, and uh, they ran okay. into the street chasing a frisbee, and Liz almost ran them over. All Who right, you got well, next? Ah, uh, God, my list went away. But next, I have the Fugees. The Fugees. Yeah. For sure. I have. You have sure. to get. You gotta get them on the list, you know. And I wanted to make sure I at least had like. One, if not two, artists that were not primarily rock or alternative or indie or something, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, the Fugees, man. Who hasn't grown up, you know, listening to the score? Are you listening to the music now? I am. (laughs) (laughs) Who hasn't grown up with the score? Who hasn't grown up and listened to the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill? That those albums were defined an error. You know what I mean? For sure. Everyone knows this, these music, so it's like, everyone knows these music. <laughs> everyone knows these music. So now, for my next two, they're kind of um, together in a way. Sure. Um, and this is, again, part of my open for interpretation of the list. I picked Starland Ballroom, like, just as an entity on its own. Starland wow. Ballroom, like, multiple bands, like, have recorded and released live albums and concert videos from Starland. Mm-hmm. It's this like, well, I mean, it was a gross dive venue in Sayreville. Now, since Hurricane Sandy, it's like become a really nice kind of upscale interior wise looking. Can venue. we also mention that before it was uh, an excellent venue, it was a shitty uh, club called Hunkabunka. <laughs> yeah, it was a dump. And like, it, it literally like... is right next to a, um, like a, a car, what do they call that? Oh, like a salvage lot. Like a salvage yard, yeah. 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 So, like, and add then, that to, And also, uh, right across the street from, what is that, an, an Elks? Yeah, yeah, a, um, shit, what do they call that? It's a VFW hall. Oh, yes, there we go. Yeah, Not it's in Elks. a very weird, like, seedy-seeming area of Sayreville. Like, yeah, there's okay. all these other industrial buildings and stuff, and then there's this weird club. And then, um, second to that, I'm just going to throw this one in here. I put uh, the House of Independence because I think that in Asbury Park, the House of Independence is like the best venue to see live music and people, you know, wax poetic about the Stone Pony and like, uh, you know, the convention hall and all that stuff. But I think that the House of Independence is like truly the best place to see live music right now in Asbury. Stone Pony, um... 
if it were the earlier days before Asbury got a facelift, yeah, I yeah. would say for sure they had the outdoor venue before people started really like filling it in, and now it's like a huge mess and on fucking ocean. Yeah, but prior to it getting a facelift, prior to so many people flocking to it, because now it's like an attractive place to go. It was it was a great venue, but now you're absolutely correct. House Independence is the best venue in Asbury Park. Also, I mean, I, I haven't gone to the new Asbury Lanes yet. I have not seen the new updated version, but if we're going venues, I do want to make a special shout-out because although it was a little crazy and a little rundown before it got the renovation, it was a staple, and you could see way better bands at the lanes. Yeah. Hmm? Wow, Doug, you really, like, thought outside of the box with that. I, like, did not <laughs> think <laughs> venues were going to come into play. Yeah, sorry for that for my four and five, but... Oh, no, 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 it's good. It was good. Um, I guess I'll just run through three for five, then, for me. Um, number three for me is Naughty by Nature. Again. Naughty by Nature? Yes. Another thing that's tied into nostalgia for me... I don't know for whatever reason, but my father, when we were really young, used to love singing hip hop hooray and like <laughs> shouting it at the neighbors. So I really, really enjoy them. And I like that you're playing in the background. Yeah, there's production quality to this episode. And who who wasn't running around at like five or six screaming, you down with OPP, you know? You know me. <laughs> you know me. Uh, number four, um, the Misfits. Oh, yeah. Another icon, Glenn Danzig. Number five, uh, modern hang baseball. On, hang on, hang on. What? Uh. <laughs> I'm surprised. Okay, you sorry. Play, what do you got I'm for number five? You didn't play mother. Um, number five is modern baseball. I don't know if a lot of people know this band. It's a punk band. I really, really dig them. All right, before we get to our movies list, let's go to our first song. Our first song today is 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. Slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, leave, and get yourself free. Ooh, slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy. You just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key leave, And get yourself free She said it grieves me so To see you in such pain I wish there was something I could do To make you smile again I said I appreciate that And would you please explain About the 50 ways She said, why don't we both just sleep on it tonight? And I believe in the morning you begin to see the light. And then she kissed me, and I realized she probably was right. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. 
fifty ways to leave your lover. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Or you hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, and get yourself free. Slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key and get yourself free. And that was 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. All right, Doug, uh, I think we are going into movies. Movies. All right, you want to get us started with movies? Oh, do I have to? Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, okay, for my first movie, I picked Annie. Annie? Yeah. I did not know that that took place. Tooks place. <laughs> Technically, the orphanage is in New York City, but... Okay. Daddy Warbuck's mansion was actually filmed at Monmouth University. It's actually Wilson Hall. Weird. That is used for his uh, mansion. Weird. Right? That's really cool. So my first one here is, again, much like yours, open for interpretation. I mean, for the store's sake, I had to say Jaws. Oh, Of course, the movie itself does not take place in New Jersey. But it's Martha's events, Vineyard, right? The I think so. Yeah. Mar- wait, Martha's Vineyard is where it was filmed. Yeah, it takes place in Amity. 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 Island. Yes. But uh, you know, for the store's sake, we have to say that because the events that happened on were you know, literally right down the road from your shop. Yeah. Yeah, on Madawan Creek there. Hell yeah! I'm glad I didn't pick that. I was gonna. I was gonna steal your thunder. So I picked Jaws. I like drawers. What you got? My next one, and I think might come up on your list, but I really do like this movie because it's so fucking dumb. Um, next on my list is Toxic Avenger. I did not. You know, as a kid, I had Toxic Avenger action figures, but I thought he was like some sort of bad guy from the Ninja Turtles or something like that. I wasn't familiar with the movie uh... like, as a kid. I've never seen a whole Toxic Avenger movie. You really should. You really should. They're super campy. The one, the more specific one that I'm talking about is the one that came out in 1984. Okay. I watched it a bunch when I was younger, and I revisited it a couple years back. So for my next one, I picked Mallrats. And okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna let this play because I think Mallrats has the greatest opening monologue of any movie I've ever seen. Let's hear it. One time, my cousin Walter got this cat stuck in his ass. True story. He bought it at our local mall, so the whole fiasco wound up on the news. It was embarrassing for my relatives and all, but the next week, he did it again. Different cats, same results, complete with another trip to the emergency room. So I run into him a week later in the mall, and he's buying another cat. And I says to him, Jesus, Walt, what are you doing? You know you're just going to get this cat stuck in your ass, too. Why don't you knock it off? And he said to me, Brody, how the hell else am I supposed to get the gerbil out? My cousin was a weird guy. My cousin was a weird guy. <laughs> that is an excellent movie. I, I'm hoping like like myself, I limited myself to just to one Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> I couldn't. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'll that's just tell fair. you that. Um, is Nick and Nora's infamous playlist? So, oh, do you want to take that again? <laughs> nope, I want to leave it right there. Nick and Nerd and Okay. There is interpretation in this. Obviously, the majority of the movie takes place in New York City. Mm-hmm. However, Nick and Nora are actually both from Hoboken. So, as New Jersey natives. Total bridge I'm and tunnel consider- trash. Total, total bridge and tunnel trash. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I remember really enjoying it, and it had a really good soundtrack, too. An excellent soundtrack. Excellent. 
I wish we could have heard more of Nick's love CDs that he was trying to give away to his uh, ex-betrothed. Is it betrothed or betrothed? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's your what's your this number be four? This a super cut one day, Kaylin, of me going, oh, Kaylin. I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's your number four? Go ahead. Or three? Coming in what at you number on? four. Keeping it going with Kevin Smith. Um, I put Clerks. It's a, you know, without Clerks, there's no other Kevin Smith movies. Ultimately. That's fair. OG movie. It's one of the better early Kevin Smith movies. I like Clerks. <laughs> wow. Raving review, Doug. <laughs> Uh, it's an early one. I like it. It's good. No, um, I don't know. I feel like it really does speak for itself. It's also like one of the most successful indie movies of all time, too. Oh, for sure. It's kind of nuts, you know? It blew up at, at Sundance, right? That's how this whole thing came about? Yeah, and 30 years later, the dude's still making, you know, crazy movies with just dick and fart jokes. He's it's still putting... Stuff on film. Let's just yeah. put it that way. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yoga hosers. Yeah. Like, content. Um, <laughs> Still making <tusk>. content. <laughs> um, my fourth choice is Welcome to the Dollhouse. I, like, when I was looking up movies that take place in New Jersey, I found mm-hmm. that. And I could not believe that that movie takes place in Jersey. I love that freaking how, movie. How could you not believe it takes place I in totally New Jersey? I totally forgot. I was literally going to say about Clerks, I was like, wow, Clerks is the most New Jersey movie. Uh-huh. But then I realized that I had this on my list, and it is the most New Jersey. It's yeah. all kinds of fucking weird and fucked up, but like a, a like a, a cool way. <laughs> a cool Jersey weird fucked up way. I never... Yeah. Did you know that they did a sequel a couple years ago? Like a spiritual sequel? I did not. But um, what's the main character's name? Don. Don Wiener, right? Yeah. They, in the sequel, I think it's called Wiener Dog? <gasps> they did. And oh Greta Gerwig plays her, I think. Yes. Yes. I I feel like I started that movie. Maybe I like three or four years ago. I don't think I finished it. They totally did. There, it's like a star-studded cast, no? Yes. There's like a bunch it's... of people in it. So now for my next pick, I chose... My actual all-time favorite Kevin Smith movie, <gasps> Dude, stop! That's my number five pick, too. Yeah, that movie is... It's perfect. It's the best one. I mean, From Clerks... beginning to end. Clerks is, is really good, and it was the start of everything, but Dogma is the best. Clerks is like a the building block to get you, you know, to, to Dogma. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. Dogma is especially fun because of all of the cameos of everybody and all that stuff. Like, and it's it's also cool that they keep playing up Alanis Morissette um, in all the movies from then. Yes. And I just want to point out that it's so fun to think about Alanis Morissette as God mm-hmm. just playing, uh, fuck, what is that? What does she play down at the boardwalk? Oh, ski ball. Ski ball. Yeah. Yeah, God leaves heaven to go play ski ball on the Jersey Shore. On the Jersey Shore. Hell yeah. Wow. And then, like, when they show Alanis, like, later on in the scenes, and she's, like, doing cartwheels. Mm hmm. And just, like, being weird, and Alan Rickman has to, like, wrangle her. Yes. Number five is. Ooh, sorry. The holiday hit Just Friends, starring Ryan Reynolds (laughs) and Anna Faris. Um, Ryan Reynolds realizes that the pop star that he represents for his music label, who has been forced to land in New Jersey with him, he left his brother to attend to her, and she fell off of a off the second floor of a mall, and is now suffering a concussion and eating toothpaste. Long story short, she fell. Samantha, are you okay? I'm a bubble. Dude, she's fine. Look at her. She's having a good time. She's got her toothpaste. All you had to do was watch her for a few hours. What did you do? 
Anna Ferris is absolutely ridiculous in this movie. In this scene, she's like chewing toothpaste and she blows this bubble and it's the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. And she also has like an old timey ace bandage wrapped around from her chin to her head. Yes. Right? Like she had just gone to the dentist in an old timey way. You're right. Yeah. And it's, she's got the ice pack like taped to her head and shit. Yeah. It's the best. It, uh, it's very stupid. It's very stupid, but it's, it's just the best. That's all I can say. But is it very New Jersey? Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, the whole, their plane is too icy to go wherever the hell they're trying to go. And they get, they end up landing in New Jersey where, uh, Ryan Reynolds character grew up. So he's stuck in his old town in, you know, nondescript New Jersey town, basically. Can we just say this? Every New Jersey movie, everyone hates being in New Jersey. Yeah, it's a nightmare to hates him that it. he's stuck in New Jersey. Hates and it. it's the worst thing to possibly happen to Naked him. Nora's playlist, they need to be in New York. All the actions in New York. Literally, <laughs> Garden State, named for the state of New Jersey, was about a guy that fucking hated being home in New Jersey. Yeah. He was an actor in L.A., but New Jersey, you know what they did in that movie? It gave him his I've little heart back. I've never seen Garden State. I've listened to the <laughs> soundtrack, but I've never up. seen the movie. Really? Yeah. It's really dumb. It's good. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I'm, I'm having a whole Kevin Smith moment all over again. I feel like I must stand because it is about my home state, but there were parts that were really not We don't great. have to stand Zach Braff, Kalen. In, um, Zach Braff once beat up a kid because, um, Donald Faison punked episode set up for him to be punked and <laughs> he had a brand new car and yeah, they he, pretended he, that a 12 year old spray painted his car, but he caught the 12 year old in the act of spray painting the car and he pummeled the kid and dead. they were not able to air the episode. <laughs> Sorry, Zach Braff. I know you're from New Jersey, but like 95% of the people that live here. You suck. All right, Kaylin. So I'm going to throw us to our next song. Okay. I had no idea that this band is from New Jersey. I don't know if they are or if this is part of Justin's interpretation of the theme. But we're going to play Hook by Blues Traveler.
MTV is not for free. It's so PC is killing me. So desperately I'll sing the other love. Shove it off so raging, hating, pain and fear itself. And I can't keep these feelings on the shelf. I try it. Well, no doubt I lie. It'd be frank with suicide. But I got too much pride inside you. Hide or slide. I'll do as I'll decide and let it ride until I die. And only then shall I abide this fight and catch little tunes. I'll skip the minute ditties. I wanna bust all your balloons. I wanna burn all of this. And that was Hook by Blues Travelers. Did I say Travelers? <laughs> he did. Okay, hold on. I gotta redo it. Whew. <laughs> and that was Hook by Blues Traveler. Somehow that still didn't sound right. But That's we're gonna right. go with it. Um, I know that this band is from New Jersey because Patty and I... I'm not going to go into the whole story yet. Patty and I won tickets to see them at the Stone Pony one year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My only, like, um, knowledge of where Blues Traveler's from is there's an episode of Roseanne where John Popper um, shows up and he plays at the dive bar in Lanford called the Lobo Lounge. And yes. then it's supposed that he was an old friend of theirs from growing up who now is famous and in a band. Yep. And then from, like, that season forward, he then actually wrote lyrics to the Roseanne theme song. I didn't know that portion, but I definitely remember him being in that one episode. I thought in that episode that Dan was jealous of him. No? I think he was, because I think it's like, oh, Dan was in a band that could have made it big. Yeah. Maybe he had Darlene or whatever, or Becky. Becky was the oldest, so. His whole world got flipped, turned upside down. Yeah, but it wasn't he also, like, a sports guy? Like, didn't he play football? Like, the whole backstory of Roseanne, why are we talking about this? Oh, my God. <laughs> we're really going in. But I thought the whole thing was that Roseanne and Dan were high school sweethearts, and Dan was in the football team and then knocked up Roseanne, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, that stuff happened. Then he... That feels right. It's super, like, cliched storyline. Clich- like... It's very cliched. Who's your favorite member of 98 Degrees? Nick Clochet. Nick Clochet. (laughs) So I was like doing like kind of a dive to try to find some comic book stuff from New Jersey. And uh, we definitely have to give a shout out to Miss Marvel. The current Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Yeah. She is born and raised in Jersey City. It's cool that it's kind of like an integral part of her character too. That's cool. Her and her family, they're uh, Pakistani-Americans. And in 2013, she made her first appearance in Captain Marvel number 14. Yeah. Yeah, she is an inhuman. And after the Terrigen Mists uh, kind of fell to the earth, she found out that she was a superhero. Not found out, but she found out that she was an inhuman. And she gained uh, shape-shifting abilities. Captain Marvel started going by Captain Marvel instead of Miss Marvel. She decided that it was, you know, her opportunity to pick up the moniker of Miss Marvel. That's so funny that you said that. Because she idolized Carol Danvers so much. Literally was going to say her moniker. And that's one of those words. No, 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 that's absolutely correct. But it's one of those words that I didn't know until I knew that exact moment. I was like, a moniker. (laughs) But yeah, um, she's like a pretty cool character. It's really awesome what she's done for uh, comic books also and like um, kind of expanding the net of well, finding she, new fans for the medium. She is also younger, right? She's got, what, how old is she about, you think? Uh, late teens, we'll just say. That late vague, teens? Yeah. You okay. know, like in that 16 to 18, 19 realm. I uh I bought that for one of my nieces. 
a couple years back. I don't know if you remember selling it to me. Yeah, and it's cool because she's also kind of like a good influence too. You know, like she's like uh, someone to be aspirational towards. There's to be honest, no like over-sexualization of her character or anything, you know, like that you wouldn't exactly feel comfortable giving to say. a 12-year-old. That's why I purchased it, and that's why maybe I thought that she was younger than late mm-hmm. teens is because she wasn't overly sexualized, and I thought it was, like, a wholesome character to introduce Mackie to, you know? Yeah. I was like, this is cool. Like, she is from Jersey. She's in this area. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Yeah, I liked her story. It was good. So my next thing I have is uh, we can further delve into the Gotham City angle. Okay. I'm looking here, and Gotham City on this map is, like I said, just below Atlantic City. And the Gotham River, it looks like it starts probably around your neck of the woods. Like Bass River, maybe? Yeah, the Gotham River runs down to the Delaware. And then Gotham City on this map is, yeah, like in... Cape May County for sure. Cape May, kind of... Cape May is the very tip of New Jersey. Are you sure? Cape May County is like huge. Yeah, no, that's yeah. for sure. But I'm trying to. That's see, what I'm saying. Like, it's in Cape May City. County. Let me get a map. I think honestly, like Bass River is literally right north of Atlantic City. So it looks like it's in like the Bridgeton area. Is that is that a little bit out west? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see it. It's like depending on who you're talking to, it's either like Bridgeton or Ocean City area. It looks like on these two different maps that I'm looking at, and then it shows that Metropolis would be in Delaware, Superman City. Where like Dover? Like kind of, it's kind of like. I guess it's Dover. southwest of Bridgeton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there's no city in that area in Bridgeton. No, All of South right? Jersey like, is like a fucking wasteland. It is the yeah, Pine Barrens, corn. and it's it's corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just corn. There's no metropolis or, or cityscape there at all. Except for Atlantic City. So then my only other comic dive that I could find was a book that I've actually read. I haven't read the whole thing. I've only read the first couple issues of this series called Jersey Gods by Glenn Brunswick with art by Dan McDa- Dan McDa- McDade. I was turned sure. on to this book years ago because the covers were actually done by Mike Allred and uh, his wife Laura Allred on the colors there. And then I had seen some covers that were also done by Darwin Cook. And they're like two of my you know, more favorite artists. The story is a, uh, it's like a romance story between a woman called Zoe, mm-hmm. who's like a normal person in New Jersey, and a fictional god called uh, Barack. Okay. It was Where's a cool all? series from what I remember, and I was really drawn to the first cover because Mike Allred drew it, and it looked like it took place around our area of New Jersey, specifically. The okay. turnpike sign behind them showed, like, an arrow to Perth Amboy or an arrow to uh, somewhere else. And I was like, oh my god, I feel like I know exactly where this sign is. And I always thought that was kind of cool. Well, I have two things I want to mention right now. Go off. The first is that I just choked on some water, so I apologize if you heard any coughing in the background. You choked on what? Water. <laughs> water. Water. <laughs> It was, like, really bad, so I'm, I'm sorry, so sorry if I'm anybody okay. listened to that or heard that. Secondly, super cool, I didn't know that Mike Allred's wife was a colorist. Yeah, yeah, she colors all his stuff. It's kind of, like, just as important as art to me, that, like, you can paint, you can look at something that she's colored by another artist and be like, oh, that's Laura Allred. Like, Very it's cool. just as integral to his, like, pop art style <laughs> as her pop art style yeah. coloring. I get that. So, Kaylin, I'm also really happy to announce that next Wednesday, May 20th. Is this a drum roll? Yeah. <laughs> next Wednesday, we will have new comic books finally available to our customers. 
excellent news. We have a ton of new stuff coming in so far from just um, some of the smaller publishers and from DC Comics. If you check out our Instagram, I did post the complete list there. There's a ton of DC offerings that we'll have. We'll have another book from Image Comics that I'm super, super stoked on called Ludocrats by Kieran Gillen. It sounds incredible. Can't wait to check that out. We'll also have uh, the new Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the new Firefly, Ghosted in L.A., The Visitor. Tons of great stuff. We're really excited to be able to get back into the shop with some new material. We will have all of those items listed. You can check out the list on our Instagram, our Facebook, all that good stuff. And um, if you don't have a pull list set up with us already, please shoot us a message. Set up a subscription with us. Otherwise, if there's just a particular title you're looking to pick up, you can let us know. And we'll uh, gladly set up a pickup uh, curbside or a delivery for you. Or shipping. Or shipping, for sure. <laughs> I took a real gamble yeah, with saying that. <laughs> like maybe they don't offer shipping like, anymore i don't know please god tell me they're gonna ship <laughs> and then the following week on the 27th uh marvel is slated to start shipping new comics as well that's awesome they're doing like a kind of slow and slow kind of deal to start they're not trying to you know inundate us right off the bat with new books so we're gonna get just i think just five titles on the first week and then the next week is going to be some trade paperbacks, and then they're going to go back to doing some light titles the next week. It's going to alternate well, and be kind of slow for the first couple weeks. anything is better than nothing. Right? Absolutely. I'm super, super stoked for the new Dr. Afro series to finally start. That comes in on the 27th. Um, cool. She's like my favorite new Star Wars character from this, like um, the modern retelling in the comic books. Right now they're telling the story between... Um, the Empire Strikes Back, bridging to Return of the, yeah, Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, so you told me about. Doctor Afra is an archaeologist, and well, sort of an archaeologist. She's a like uh, a paleontologist. She, <laughs> she's like a junker. She goes okay. and finds you know shit and sells it, and she's also kind of a jerk. She has these insane droids. They're potentially talking about. Um, there's rumors surfacing right now that she's going to have her own Disney Plus series, which is okay. super exciting. She's a really, really great character. And I can't recommend her enough. Clearly. <laughs> um, any other news in regards to the shop or anything like that? Uh, nothing that I can think of right off the bat. Again, if you want to set up an, a pickup, we're uh, not available to have foot traffic just yet. With the state shutdown going to uh, early June now. Yeah. But we will gladly, gladly help you set up a curbside pickup or a delivery or to ship some books to you. Hell yeah. I know I'm itching to read some new books. I'm like, you know, all this lockdown and everything has everybody a little stir crazy. So. I know nice I myself have... have to like put in an order with you and have you... Um ship me some stuff yeah like some little you know normalcy be nice especially it's so nice out it's like the perfect thing to do when you can't really like go to the park or you know anything too crazy outside sit outside with a book hell yeah literally any outdoor activity right now especially when it's hell yeah sitting outside with a book hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) um well i mean i i hope everyone liked this week's episode I am hoping you enjoyed the theme, and we're looking, at least until quarantine is over, to have a theme each week now, so if you have any suggestions, please send them our way. Yeah, you can email any suggestions for themes to thegeekeryradiohour at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, send us your lists. Hey, were we wrong about TV or movies or any of that stuff? Send us your list. What are your top fives? Honestly, yeah, send them over because, and corrections because I feel like a lot of my shit was like not, not really on point, you know. You think you dumb? Like, I think I'm dumb. You think you dumb? <laughs> I think I'm numb too. <laughs> to You've become so numb because of how dumb I am. 
Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, we're thinking of themes like Philly or going to New York. New York seems like the obvious hub from New Jersey, apparently, so maybe that's what we hit next. I was thinking, yeah, like, we could talk about adaptations in all different forms from, like, comic yeah. to movie to TV to movie to comic to TV to, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even in idea. some cases from music to comic, you know? All right, well, let's not spoil it. Um, Doug, where can we find this shop? Well, the shop can be found across all social media at the Geekery NJ, or physically in person at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. But definitely don't go there right this second. Well, you can't go in there. You can come outside. You can wave say, hey, what's from up? the window. Take a picture with a shark. <laughs> Hashtag it, not all sharks. Hashtag it. <laughs> Um, Doug, where can they find you socially? I can be found if you want to find me at Dumblestiltskin. Kaylin, where can they find you? I don't want to be found. You don't want to be found. Kaylin's in the Witness Relocation Program. <laughs> Fine, you can find me at Father underscore K-A-E if you'd like. But I'm, I'm promising you it's nothing great. Bye, Kaylin. Bye, Doug. Join us next week for part two of our Best of Jersey lists.